welcome to Misunderstood, a podcast dedicated to better understanding MS and learning to live well with MS. I'm your host, Katie Sloan. Our usual reminders as we begin. First, I am not an expert. I'm just a person like you living with MS and trying to make the best of it. Misunderstood is based on my personal experience, what I've learned from my doctors, other care providers, and my own solutions-oriented research and pattern-finding obsession. While the majority of the information I share has been vetted by doctors, I am not a doctor. My intention is that you use the information shared here as a springboard for discussion between you and your doctor regarding your future care options. And lastly, MS impacts each of us uniquely. I hope to shine a light on a wide range of approaches and strategies for living better with MS. But what you choose to do with that information is always your choice. And what works for one may not work for all. In the previous episode, we talked about using the six trauma-informed care principles to help us, one, better advocate for the care we need, two, honor our inner voice when it tells us we should search for a doctor more aligned with our preferred approach, and three, how we can infuse these principles into our daily lives to ensure we're creating an environment conducive to healing. This week, we're going to look at a topic that has become an integral part of my self-care routine. And I'm enjoying it so much, I wanted to share in case it might interest you too. It's a unique essential oil healing protocol program called Symphony of the Cells. If essential oils are new to you, check out episode 20. They're called Essential for a Reason, Using Essential Oils for MS Care, for a thorough introduction with one of my dear friends and essential oil guru, Janine. In that episode, in addition to learning about certain oils that can help alleviate specific MS symptoms, you'll also learn how to find safe, reliable, third-party tested essential oils, because newsflash, they are not all the same when it comes to quality and safety, and that really matters if you want to use the oils in a variety of ways, and especially on children or pets. You'll also learn basic oil tips and how to use essential oils topically, aromatically, and internally for different purposes. Today, we're going to go deeper into the world of essential oils to look at Boyd Truman's Symphony of the Cells Healing Protocols. My gratitude this week is for my dear friend and fellow flock member, Susan. While I had done the Symphony of the Cells protocols in years past, over this past year, having an enthusiastic essential oils buddy in Susan has helped me to take the leap from using essential oils sporadically as a medicine cabinet to using them as a regular part of my ongoing self-care routine. I have always been a huge proponent of the concept of TEAM, and in fact, you may have seen the acronym for TEAM, T, together. E, everyone. A, achieves. M, more. This has been a driving force in my life as an educator, and even more so since my MS diagnosis. Having a friend and teammate like Susan who shares an interest in using essential oils to support her health has helped to inspire, motivate, and take a once casual hobby to the next level for me. Longtime listeners know that I have a science background and that I like to experiment on myself with different avenues for MS symptom relief. 
Since last fall, Susan and I have been doing the Symphony of the Cells protocols and sharing our experiences with one another. At some point, we'll likely do an episode together sharing more about our specific experiences. But I wanted to get this episode released now, in case anyone else listening cares to join us in this endeavor sooner than later. Please reach out if you do, and we'll connect. Our podcast email address is mymsflock at gmail.com. Thank you, Susan, for being my essential oil partner in accountability and learning. I don't think I would be using Symphony of the Cells this regularly without your partnership and support. First off, I want to acknowledge that essential oils aren't for everyone. Many people think they are just to make your house smell good. You can learn all about the history of essential oil use in episode 20, but I'll share here briefly that using botanicals as healing agents is a long-standing practice dating back at least 5,000 years. And many of today's pharmaceuticals that we heavily rely on were actually born from the essential oils of botanicals. All this to say, essential oils have been extremely reliable and safe tools for healing for a very, very long time. And if you're like me, very sensitive to fillers, binders, and many synthetic ingredients, switching to essential oils can drastically reduce our toxic load. And did you know that essential oils can be used to make all sorts of helpful tools for us and our homes? They are my medicine cabinet, and I find they work better for me than the -the over-the-counter medications I used to use. I make all my own household cleaners now, too. I use essential oils in my homemade topical healing cannabis cream, and last week I even made dry shampoo for myself and our pup, Ryson. Additionally, I cook and even make cocktails with them. For today's purposes, we're going to look at a program created by Boyd Truman called Symphony of the Cells. First, what is Symphony of the Cells? To do your own additional research, you can visit symphonyofthecells.com. On that site, you'll learn that Symphony of the Cells is a holistic approach to wellness that encompasses a variety of essential oil applications, each of which targets different body systems. Boyd Truman used his extensive experience in the wellness industry to create the different applications based on the uses of each oil and the healing needs of each ailment. On the website, you can purchase the Symphony of the Cells application book for $12.95, amongst a variety of other products. I'll also mention the Symphony of the Cells journal for $23.95, which includes all the information in the small application book, as well as helpful background information and pages to track your Symphony of the Cells treatments and results. The book and the website explain the essential oil application directions in detail. I'll share here that if you have someone who can apply the oils for you along your spine, that is ideal and feels great. But this past year, since I've been doing a protocol every three days, I've been doing the application on myself and on my feet. Did you know that our feet are connected to all of our major organs? Check out a reflexology foot chart and you'll see. I study the chart carefully before my oil application to ensure that I hit all of my personal areas of concern. 
For example, I often experience MS spasticity in my cervical spine area. So ensuring I apply oils to the underside of my big toe is an important way I can ensure the oils will positively impact my cervical spine area. A few months ago, when I tore my rotator cuff again, I took special care to apply the oils toward the outside edge of the bottom of my foot, since that area correlates to our shoulders. In a similar way, I'll also mention that our hands are connected to many organs as well, as a hand reflexology chart will show. Bonus, since we use our hands to apply the oils, we get an extra avenue to healing that way too. Without further ado, let's talk more about each of the protocols so that you can decide if Symphony of the Cells might be something you'd like to consider in your MS self-care routine. First, the different protocols cover all the body systems, including the circulatory and cardiovascular system, the digestive system, the emotional and limbic system, the endocrine system, the immune system, the integumentary system, which is made up of our skin, hair, cuticles, and exocrine glands, basically the external protective layer and largest organ in our body. They also cover the nervous system, the respiratory system, the skeletal, muscular, and connective system, which includes tendons and ligaments, and the urinary system. Each body system section gives suggestions regarding which protocols to use, as well as the most powerful essential oils to best support that body system. Once we know which body system we want to start with, we can dive into the individual protocols. The individual essential oil protocols in the Symphony of the Cells book are basic overall health, cardio, cellular, chi, digestive, emobic to support the emotional and limbic system, forgiveness, hormone balance, ID or infectious diseases, which includes many of the strongest oils, supports multiple body systems, and is especially helpful in supporting our immune system safely. The inflammatory protocol, lymphatic, Maxim, which helps us maintain optimum cellular functionality and supports our body's efforts to protect against oxidative stress and toxin exposure. There's also the neurological protocol, osteo, respiratory, sensory, and solar, which helps with fatigue and provides adrenal support. As you can see, these protocols truly cover everything, and you likely heard a number of protocols that could support your unique MS health needs to address specific symptoms you might be currently experiencing. Or if you are listening and lucky enough to be in optimal health, the protocols can support the continuation of said optimal health over time as we age. This is not just a program for people who are ill. It can be used for maintenance over time. The great news is that if you have a friend, partner, or family member that suffers from any ailment, you can find ways to gently support them in addition to helping yourself. You can even apply protocols for each other, which makes the process much more relaxing than doing it on yourself. When I've done the protocol for someone along their spine, they're able to lay on the massage table and relax while I do the application for them. In contrast to when I do the applications on my own feet, which finds me precariously perched on the side of the bathtub, lifting up my feet as I apply each oil.
When applying the protocol on someone else's spine, it's great to take it slowly so you can both thoroughly enjoy each oil. When applying on my feet every third morning, I'm typically in a bit of a rush. So while I enjoy it as a multi-sensory experience, I also appreciate it that it only takes five or so minutes for me to complete. For each protocol, the nine to 11 essential oils that best support healing to that body system or for that specific symptom are shared. They are listed in a specific order with clear application directions provided for each oil since they're often different. For example, since it's typically recommended to start with the digestive protocol and digestive issues like constipation are quite common within the MS community, I'll share the specifics of the digestive protocol as an example for us. On the digestive symphony of the cells application directions, it first informs us that this protocol will help support the digestive, circulatory, and cardio, urinary, immune, and integumentary body systems. It also tells us that this protocol supports healthy digestive function by creating healthy movement and flow within our body's digestive system. This protocol has 10 essential oils. As it lists each oil to be applied in a specific order, it also tells us how to apply them. For example, the first essential oil is one of my favorites, frankincense. Frankincense is an essential oil rock star for many reasons, but most notably since it's the only essential oil that can effectively cross the blood-brain barrier. So it's an excellent helper for any kind of brain disorder. They suggest that first, frankincense be applied to the neck and shoulders, then gently inhaled through the nose for aromatic healing, and then rubbed on the bottom of the feet. For me, when I am just applying on my feet and not my spine, I do also use the oil aromatically if that's what's recommended. The second oil in the protocol is carrier oil, which is typically fractionated coconut oil. This eases the application of other oils on the skin, especially if covering a larger area, since we only use a few drops of each essential oil. The carrier oil also helps to protect the skin from any of the more intense essential oils. The digestive protocol also includes thyme, turmeric, massage blend, also known as aroma touch, bergamot, coriander, digestive blend, also known as digest zen, geranium, and peppermint, all applied in the order and fashion indicated in the protocol instructions. The book contains detailed instructions like I just shared for each of the different protocols. You can choose whichever protocol seems best for your current needs, or there's also a plan they call Four Weeks to Wellness, where you do a different protocol every three days for an entire month, including digestive, lymphatic, forgiveness, inflammatory, solar, hormonal, cellular, ID, and amoebic applications. It's recommended to do this quarterly for optimal health, which is something I plan to try for the first time in the coming months. 
Over the past year, I've focused mostly on digestive, basic, inflammatory, neurological, and infectious disease protocols. I select the oils needed for the protocol I'm doing and put them in a box in my bathroom so they are conveniently organized and ready to use every three days. I'm excited to branch out and try even more protocols in the coming months, and I hope you might consider joining me and Susan on the journey. It's a lovely way we can gently support our bodies every three days. While it's likely a different experience for different people, I find the protocols very gentle, and I typically don't notice a real change in my body's behavior until around the third week. At the risk of sharing too much information, I'll share just a little bit more about my experience the first month I used the digestive protocol. And to do this, we need to first talk about poop. Yep, the good old bowel movement, our body's highly efficient personal waste removal system. And while it's something we might not often chat about casually with our friends, everybody poops. So let's go there, shall we? Before I share my personal experience, we must first digress a little further into the land of unmentionables. Did you know that most people poop around the same time every single day? A recent Healthline survey showed that 50% of us have a daily bowel movement, 28% of us have two bowel movements per day, and 5.6% of us report having a bowel movement only once or twice weekly. Which is you? According to a variety of sources I researched, generally speaking, it's considered within the normal range to poop as little as three times a week to a maximum of three times per day. And many factors can change our um, output throughout our lives, such as our age, hormonal changes, dietary habits, water intake, stress levels, toxic load, as well as our daily activity level. More recently, some experts say that while it's normal for our individual outputs to differ, optimally, we are pooping as many times a day as meals we are eating each day. Digestion time varies between individuals, and interestingly, often between genders. After eating, it takes six to eight hours for food to pass through our stomachs and small intestine before entering the large intestine or colon for further digestion and absorption. Finally, after about 36 hours from the time we ate a particular food, we will eliminate said food. A recent Mayo Clinic study showed that men digest food faster than women at an average of 33 hours, while women average 47 hours. Interestingly, since women's stomachs empty more slowly, it can often lead to more nausea and bloating, as well as stomach inflammation called gastritis. While I haven't found a study yet that is seeking to answer this question, it is interesting to think about how closely gut health is linked to MS, and how so many more women than men are diagnosed with MS. I plan to keep researching this and also ask my awesome neurologist about it at the end of the month at our appointment. On a side note, if you want to learn more specifics about the fascinating journey our food takes through our digestive system, I highly recommend one of my favorite nonfiction writers, Mary Roach. In her book called Gulp, 
She takes us on a journey through the alimentary canal, which begins at the mouth where food is consumed and ends at the colon where solid waste is expelled from the body. I've learned so much from Mary Roach over the years, and she is laugh out loud funny. So do use caution if reading in a public place like a coffee shop or library, where a sudden uncontrollable burst of explosive laughter might be frowned upon or embarrassing for you. The first book of hers I read is called Packing for Mars, The Curious Science of Life in the Void. I passed this treasure on to all of my friends and family, and it was loved and laughed along with by all. Other favorites, Stiff, The Curious Lives of Human Cadavers, which incidentally convinced me to be cremated upon my death. Bonk, The Curious Coupling of Science and Sex. Spook, Science Tackles the Afterlife. And Grunt, The Curious Science of Humans at War. I'm really looking forward to her new book, Fuzz, When Nature Breaks the Law, which is an investigation into the unpredictable world where wildlife and humans meet. This will be released on September 14th of this year, and yes, I've already pre-ordered it. Okay, let's get back to our originally scheduled program talking about poop, regularity, and constipation. It is generally recommended to talk with your doctor about colon health if you are experiencing constipation, which is common for those of us with MS. And the Mayo Clinic defines constipation as not pooping for more than three days. It's also recommended to talk with your doctor if you experience severe stabbing abdominal pain or if you experience recurring diarrhea. Okay, now that that's taken care of, it's time to share what I noticed with my own body when I did the digestive protocol. Ever since I drastically changed my diet about six years ago, I've gratefully been very regular with a healthy morning bowel movement daily and also no longer experience diarrhea, acid reflux, gas, or other unpleasant digestive symptoms that I used to sometimes experience. I mention this because for people who may not start out as being quite as regular, their experience with this protocol might be different, and I'm actually really curious to hear how others are impacted. My research, unfortunately, yielded no such data, but I think it would be very interesting if a group of folks with MS who experience regular constipation tried this protocol. The first two weeks of doing the digestive protocol every three days, I didn't notice any changes, but I did very much enjoy the routine of applying and aromatically inhaling the essential oils. During the third week into the Symphony of the Cells digestive protocol, I did notice a change. I actually started regularly having two bowel movements a day, which really took me by surprise since I already thought I was pretty regular. Since I'm committed to being honest and vulnerable for this podcast, I will share that they were a little smaller in size and left the building seamlessly with little fanfare or required cleanup. This trend has continued until now, even though after two months of the digestive protocol, I switched to other protocols. With those as well, I've noticed small changes in myself at around the third week mark. So, from my personal perspective and self-experimentation, these protocols work, albeit slowly and gently, to get our body systems functioning properly. I'm excited over time to experience more gentle, positive changes in myself through utilizing the other Symphony of the Cells protocols. 
By now, you might be thinking, oh yeah, I want to do this for myself. But aren't essential oils expensive? In full transparency, it is true that some essential oils, like frankincense, can be costly. I love that doTERRA, which is the company I use and trust most, offers a frankincense freebie order promotion once a year, so I wait for that. Most of the other common oils are actually quite affordable, and they last forever. One of my favorite oils that I use for all sorts of things is peppermint. For a 15 milliliter bottle that will last a very long time, the retail cost is $29. But if you pay $25 for an annual wholesale pass, you can get it for $22. But wait, when you pay that $25 annual fee, you actually get a free peppermint. So the wholesale annual membership is a great way to save money and accrue points for more free products. One of my other most often used oils is lemon, which retails at $16, but is only $12 wholesale. And oh my, does it make my laundry and kitchen disposal smell divine. And I'm still using the same bottle I bought over a year ago, since essential oils are so concentrated that you only need one or two drops each time you use them. Another question you may have is where can I find essential oils? Since they've grown in popularity in recent years, you can find them just about everywhere, but that doesn't necessarily mean you should. Early on, and even somewhat recently, I've been enticed by brands other than doTERRA. Each time, I have been disappointed. The Yang Yang, for example, that I recently purchased since it was so much cheaper and I just planned to use it aromatically in a diffuser, actually gave me a headache. And Neroli essential oil from doTERRA is only offered in a roller ball. I was looking for pure oil to put in homemade lotion. But again, the one I purchased did not smell anything near the same and was irritating to my skin, which is something I've never experienced with doTERRA oils. If you, like me, are tempted to purchase a cheaper oil, listen to episode 21st, where Janine and I talk about all the ways to find a reputable and safe product. Like I said, I'm partial to doTERRA since I've had such stellar experiences with them, but there are a few other comparable companies that offer similar quality and safety profiles. Just do your research and make sure that you're making a smart and safe purchase. If you do want to purchase doTERRA oils, it's best to get them from a friend who is an established doTERRA customer or a wellness advocate. You can also find doTERRA essential oils on Amazon. Just be sure to read the comments, as some folks have unfortunately reported potential dilution and receiving partially filled bottles from some sellers. If you don't know anyone associated with doTERRA personally, you are welcome to visit my page, which is mydoterra.com slash Sloan. While I don't actively make an effort to sell essential oils, when I joined doTERRA long ago, before you could purchase an annual wholesale access, membership came with a free website. I'd actually forgotten about it until Janine reminded me when we recorded episode 20 together last year. The site provides access to a ton of information on all the essential oils, including a link to an extensive page of recipes called Do It Yourself where you can find detailed information on how to use essential oils to make your own household cleaners, 
bath bombs, hand sanitizer, deodorant, wood polish, soaps, body butters, shampoo, hairspray, and more. My hope is that after listening to this episode, we all, one, learned a little more about how we can use essential oils for MS, two, understand specifically how the different symphony of the cells protocols can help us to achieve MS symptom relief, and three, that we can use these symphony of the cells essential oil protocols to help us further our ability to live well with MS. The next flock meeting is on Saturday, September 4th. At the flock meeting, we'll discuss this episode and other episodes released this month, and just spend some virtual time together supporting one another as we collectively strive to live well with MS. I'm eager to hear if any flock members are thinking about infusing Symphony of the Cells into their healing protocols. If you're not yet a flock member but would like to be, join us. We meet via Zoom the first Saturday of each month. You can learn more and join us by visiting patreon.com slash msflock. As always, I encourage all listeners to reach out with questions, comments, future podcast topics, or guest ideas via email to mymsflock at gmail.com. And lastly, remember, as we travel through life with MS, we're certain to hit some turbulence. We'll get through it, especially if we're flying together, supporting one another. Thank you for listening, and until next time, be well.